All the talk, all the time. Carefully designed to stimulate the mind. This is TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. One of a parent's most important tasks is helping their kids develop the organizational skills to follow through and get things done. After all, success in school and in life doesn't just depend on smarts. There has to be follow-through and action to get things done. But how can you help your kid develop these vital skills? Well, we've got an expert with us to share some great ideas. Let's welcome Rona Gordon to InfoTrack. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Now, you're well qualified on this topic. You're a speech and language pathologist. You've been helping students learn to think organized for over 30 years. You're an educational consultant, and you've written the book, Thinking Organized for Parents and Children. First of all, Rona, in your experience, how big an issue is this? Roughly, if you could estimate, what percentage of kids really need help in being more organized? It's very hard to put a percentage on the number of students, but I know from my practice and from those who have contacted me throughout the country, this is a prevalent issue throughout most schools, that children who are smart and capable struggle with organization, and that takes away from their ability to function well in school. Sure. Well, let's walk through this for our listeners briefly. In your book, Thinking Organized, you have a six-step process that you suggest, and I'm wondering if you can just touch on some of those things. Certainly. We've broken it down into six steps because we want to make this, first of all, very easy for the parent and child to go through. And also, not all students have difficulty with all types of organization. So the first piece that we look at is material organization. What does your child do with his assignment notebook? Does he even know where it is? What does your child do with his papers? Are they stuffed in his backpack or are they in a binder or in a notebook? So we tackle the first step, which is material organization. And then we move on to time management. Many children, as well as young adults and older adults, are not quite as aware of time and how to manage it as they should be. So a student will be able to complete nightly assignments, but when they get a long-term project, for example, in their mind say, oh, I have plenty of time to do it, and how many parents know that the night before the project is due, the student is screaming and up all night long because they have not completed the work. So that's another very important piece. We then move to learning styles and studying, which many schools help our students discover what kind of learner they are. But we go into it a little in more detail and give suggestions for ways to study if you are a visual learner or ways to study if you are an auditory learner or a kinesthetic learner. Could you give us an example of that? Certainly. If you are a visual learner, you learn better by seeing things or reading it. So you would be the student who would draw charts or graphs or diagrams or even pictures. We use pictures to help students understand information and see the connection between one piece of information and another. Mm -hmm. If you were an auditory learner, it would mean you do better when you hear something. So we take young children who struggle with 
learning the times tables. We all know that for some children that's easy and for others it's not. For the auditory learner, we put it on tape and put their favorite music in the background and have them repeat it over and over again until oh. they have listened enough times to learn it. That's a great idea. And the kinesthetic learner is the learner that does better by walking through an experience. So as the child gets older, it is more difficult for them to walk around in class. When a child is very little, it's more acceptable. So for our older students, while they're studying, we might have them reading while they're exercising on a bike. Some students just tap their pens, which can be annoying. So often I give them a stress ball or a piece of clay, just so they're manipulating something while they're trying to learn information. Our guest on InfoTrack is Rona Gordon, who is author of Thinking Organized for Parents and Children, Helping Your Kids Become More Organized in Life, in School, and Even in Play. We're talking about some of the steps that parents can follow to get their kids more organized. And I guess there are a few more steps to mention here, aren't there? Yes, there are. After we go through material and time organization and then studying strategies, we go into more specific strategies on memory because each student needs to remember, of course, information that they either read or they listen and hear in class. And so that's a very big piece of being an organized student is the way you think and put information into your brain. If you don't put it in in an organized way, you can't retrieve it in an organized fashion. Mm -hmm. So we work on many strategies that are fun. And one of the important things I like to stress with my parents is that whatever strategy you're working on, if you can model it for your child, it shows them that this is not just a school skill. It's a life skill. So the parent can model for them either a memory strategy or note-taking, which helps in improving reading comprehension. They can work with the student on that. Mm -hmm. And our last strategy is written language. Often for the disorganized student, that's a very big issue because they have some wonderful ideas and children get frustrated that they can't express those ideas on paper. I know radio listeners often hear commercials in many uh, parts of the country for these places you can take your kids if they're slow learners. There are some chains out there that specialize in these teaching things. Is that really useful, or is it better to really for a parent to try to work one-on-one -on -one with their kid with a book like this? It depends upon the child, and it depends upon the parent. Some learning centers can be very effective in tutoring the child in a specific area, math, science, social studies, a particular aspect of the curriculum. I do think parents have to be careful that sometimes they cannot do it on their own, and sometimes they need the advice and a little more distance from their child, and then for sure a professional should be sought to help. I'm sure you've experienced parents who are perhaps, I'll put it this way, overly involved with their kids to the point of micromanaging their lives to some extent, is there the risk of too much organization and not letting a child, you know, have a little of freedom? No, I don't think so because most of the children in my practice that struggle with organization, their parents, once they see that they can understand and take on some of these organizational strategies, they're more than willing to give them up. And then the child becomes more certain in his ability and pushes the parent out of the way mm -hmm. so that they can manage it on their own. 
Now, Rona, is there an optimum age for a parent to step in and, and start to help their child to get organized? And is there ever an age at which you can't when a child is too old for this? No. No to both of them. There is no age where you can't start the organization until age, let's say, five. I've worked with my own children when they were very little. I started when they could hang up their coat. The earlier we get systems in place, the easier it is for the child to just have it as part of their repertoire. I've also worked with many young adults and adults, college students who have come to me for the first time, and adults who are in jobs. And we've worked on ways to become better organized and to think in a more organized fashion. You're never too young and you're never too old. Well, any uh, last words of advice for our uh, listeners? The biggest piece of advice is to not try to tackle every area of organization at once. It is overwhelming to do it all at once, and a child can't learn it all at one time. Do it in small increments, and you'll see success. That's great advice, and there's a lot of it in this book, Thinking Organized for Parents and Children, Helping Kids Get Organized for Home, School, and Play. Rona Gordon is the author, and your website is thinkingorganized.com if folks want to check it out, thinkingorganized.com. Rona, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. My pleasure, and thank you for having me on. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.